are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me wherever you may be today. I always say this, take five minutes, five seconds out your busy schedule. Thank you for it. Oh, people, today, uh, first of all, I give a shout out to all the people on all the platforms and everything, folks that have been sharing this. Thank you for the people who haven't been sharing it, you know, and all this stuff. Got to cover all your bases. So thank you for that. But this podcast is going to be about strong black women who love strong, masculine black men. And the reason I came up with this idea, I'll give a shout out to Vicky Dillard over there, the Vicky Dillard show over there, Fly Nubian Queens over there, YouTube, for those who listen and wonder uh, where I got the idea is, but uh, give a shout out to those sisters. Um, I was listening to Vicky Dillard and she said something poignant in her one of her recent commentaries about you know about Meghan Markle and all this stuff but the premise of what she said really hits home and I want to you know hit that about the black male masculinity the energy and how there's not a lot of black sisters out here that love that energy and she said I love that energy and I, that's why I you know I don't always agree with with sister Vicky over there sometimes but I can agree to disagree with her but I support and love a sister that loves a brother like me I love it because you know what brothers like myself who's listening to this podcast we go out here every day we put it with all the bull crap we get blamed for dumb shit Manhole ain't fixed, blame the black man. Pothole, blame the black man. Black man. Trash ain't picked up, blame the blame black man. My check ain't right, blame that black man. Someone broke in my car, that black man did it. It's it's petty shit that we real black men get blamed for. I didn't say black males, because I, I kind of gave you that definition about the two. Black males are these folks that's running around here that has been given de facto authority to act like they men, but they're just males, just sleeping buddies, making kids, in out of jail, all that bull crap. But black men like myself are like, you know what? We can sit here and analyze ourselves and be truthful with ourselves to say, I did this and get up and do something about it. And with all the bullshit that comes against us and the kickdowns and the talk downs and the runouts and all this old shit we still by the grace of almighty y'all just come back from the brink almost yeah, basically the brink of death because it does kill us a little bit but every time it's like a little bit by little bit by little bit we get stronger and stronger and we become that impenetrable piece of iron or force that keep us from totally being wiped out but you know you got a few 
Kunets out here that's out here trying to continue this massive attack on black male masculinity. So that's why I said I give a shout out to all the sisters that does do that. And then on top of that, you have a lot of colorism, color struck fools too. So all this kind of ties in together. How they come after us. And if you haven't seen that thing, and I haven't seen that thing with Henry and uh, Megan Morgan or whatever. And um, and I probably won't say, I've seen the excerpts in there. I've read the transcripts of whatever to a point. I don't want to see that shit. Because to me, it's a bunch of bull crap. But Sister Vicky over there, she had a very, very, very good commentary, you know, because she always liked to have receipts. And I got to take my hat off to that sister. When she come at you, she got her receipts hands down. I mean, you better come with guns blazing and cannons and she still got your ass. So I give her her props. She had her shit together. I know she probably won't say that, but I said she got her shit together. But she had uh, a couple of coonets come out, of course, defending this dumb shit of Meghan Markle about <laughs> they picking on her, cry, you know, cry me a river for real. And one particular was a chick called, I remember her name was uh, Monique Presley, and she was one of the once Bill Cosby attorney, so you can go look her up. And the chick from The View, Sherry, uh, Sherry Shepard, both of these clowns, and many, many more that came out talking to, but I'm going to stick with Miss Monique first. She tweeted that what's going on is that black men came after them. I'm just paraphrasing what it is because you want to see the the full tweet. It's on their um, Vicky Dilla thing and whatnot. And I left a link in the last podcast entitled Living Comfort. So you just hit that link and go right to it. But anyhow, and I looked at that. I said, see, we been blamed because this bitch is unhappy. Because black men didn't support. What? Why? Any common sense person, why should I, you know, support your ass sleeping with the enemy? You don't support when you see a white, a black man sleeping with a white woman. You be right there. <laughs> he can handle a strong black woman like me. Because most of y'all, and I'm not saying all sisters, but most of you sisters, y'all want to live as white women. And this is what happened with Meghan Markle. She lived her life as a white woman. Chick sat there and told her she wasn't black. But you got these clowns coming out here to defend her, doing it. You know, it's, and, and the funny thing about it, a lot of people over in the YouTube black, gar, I call it the, the YouTube garbage can over the gossip uh, sector. Every fool went up there. Everybody started trying to do a history lesson. Trying to figure out about the royal family. Well, she got black family. I'm like, people, you are a day late, too short. Sit down somewhere. But it's funny how we run to stuff. Me, personally, I could have told you that shit in in a minute would happen. And countless others have said the same thing. She went over there and bucked the sister. Oh, no, she didn't. No, it ain't racist. It's racist everywhere, people. But this chick, she was an actress. She didn't want to be overshined by, you know, William and his wife. She wanted to be the big wig. 
but she failed to realize that the queen is the one that hand out the scripts, not her husband. Case in point, when she got married, you had a, what it was, Tamron Hall, and over, oh my God, and George B, oh my God, she married a real prince. I, you know, you, people, this chick was not a princess. He was a prince, but she wasn't a princess. When he told people that, yes, she was, and when he married her, she became instant prince. No, she didn't. Had to go through, had to explain, had to school a bunch of D students of history. Because think about it, a lot of you all hate American history, you hate European history. Some of y'all got D's and L's. You're talking to a person who, you know, got A's and B's in both subjects. She wasn't a princess. She was his wife by name only. The queen had to bestow upon her her titles and any other titles that she felt like giving. If she didn't feel like giving it, she would never gave her her royal highness or princess or duchess of Saxon. None of that shit. She would just been, it would have been Prince Henry and wife. That's it. That's the protocol. Oh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And see, when a black man, a straight black man says that, I don't know, you don't know what you're talking about. But I guarantee if I had some sugar in my tank, like most of the clowns that was over there in the gossip column of YouTube, black YouTube, who keep up gossip and crap, who like to drag people, man, you should have seen some of these flames over there just flaming. And people were just sitting up just, mm-hmm, amen, mm-hmm, all this old foolishness. A gay black man telling you the same thing as a straight black man, but you don't listen to him. But this gay black man who don't know shit in the last 24 hours over this straight man who, like I said, hey, I studied this shit. I can tell you that, oh, man, I'm, but you, you don't know what you're talking about. You see the dilemma. So back to the, <laughs> I digress, back to the, 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 the main thing about the male masculinity of what Sister Vicky was saying. That she lo- I love black women like that. I respect sisters like that. And she, it ain't that she like the masculinity of the thug nigga, the mug who put the hand. Let's get that straight. That's that's that type of attitude goes into the male black male column, not the black man, because black men do not like to put their hands on their one. The only thing they want to put their hand on is when they that's it. They want to love them. They want to protect them, they want to feel them, want to caress them, impress them, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that, that's it, only black males want to do that because they are emotional, full of emotion from their mama, and anybody else that's feminine, they put that crap in them, and they're trying to be hard, and the only thing they got hard is their strength, but it takes a lot to be a black male, Self-control, self-respect, self-confidence, self-value. And that's hard to keep these days. You got clowns running around here like uh, uh, Sherry Sherpa talking about that Prince Henry came to her and he was her true prince. His, her knight in shiny armor. Sit your ass down with that shit. Because believe me, if a black man did that he's a sucker he's a square he's a nobody I don't like that I'm independent this that and the third blah 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 we go through all this crap 
we hear it and you you heard it i've heard it it's pitiful and i'm not just gonna stay on the sisters guy i know y'all I mean you just beating them it's, it's brothers too to do the same thing same thing they get the white woman she's better you yeah uh-huh yeah I keep saying that and it's something about that people like when we get around these people it's like you know like god dang we just lose ourselves ain't nothing wrong with talking and being nice and, and having a thorough conversation but it's like you are willing to give up your soul for this person anything about history i don't, don't want to hear i don't want to hear that crap you don't know what you're talking about shut up i mean it's just pitiful and it is it's downright degrading it is man it just you know for both of these women miss presley and sherry shepherd Y'all have prominent careers, and you're not the only way. It's a lot of other clowns that came out with that nonsense. And it's, and it's just constantly going on. And we can go back to this, the Willie Lynch letters, the slaves, all this. It's still playing. And when you tell people that, everybody turn a, a deaf, blind ear for some reason. They just don't want to hear it. And I'm tired of that stuff, man. Brothers like myself who be out here, who be, they go through too much shit. To hear that shit that's why sometimes real black men die or young because we carrying a lot of shit we can't cry we can't moan we can't do anything gotta hold that shit in can't let anyone know our real feelings so when you hear a sister like vicky dillard the women over there the fly newbie queen the chick who does the african esquire thing she got a book out too uh, there's another black sister I, you know, that hooked me up on another book. When you hear them trying to help brothers, let them know we got your back. Man, that's a relief. Somebody threw me a lifeline. God dang it. Because every other day you got some coonette up here talking this nonsense. Black men did such and such. Don't even know this health. Well, how am I, I'm going to do something to her ass. Hmm? Her ass just couldn't get with the program. That's, and nobody just ain't going to say that. Henry just didn't hook up the school of the game like, look, we're going to do this and do that. Shut the hell up. No, no, no. She went there thinking, I'm going to do this as a springboard to get my career up where I wanted to be. I don't know where the hell she was thinking that from. And all this stuff. And going to Oprah. <laughs> Oprah set up here and said that she wanted to be white since she was little. That's a psychological trauma. But I understand people because you know what? When I was younger... I had to admit that I thought I wanted to be white too. Because when you see sometimes growing up, you cheering, see things, you be like, white people don't, because, you know, when I was growing up, you know, you ain't see too many white people. I, like, they were really out of sight, out of mind. I only saw them in school. But when I was going through stuff in the neighborhood, it was like it was rough. And, you know, it traumatized me. And back then, you know, parents didn't really talk about it. You know, we, <laughs> whatever. And that trauma never left us. That's why I make it my business to talk to my son and my daughter. But especially my son, I, I talk it out. And it is therapy to me. And, I, and you hear me sometimes talk it out on this, on this platform. It's therapy. You know our parents didn't tell us nothing. Shut the hell up go somewhere. That's what we was told. We had a lot of trauma. Some of it made us stronger. Some of it damaged us. Some pushed folks too, too far. They, you, know, they, you know, they worship white folks to the day they die. And it's, but it's sad. And especially when you bring the truth to some of them people, they still don't want it. 
I don't want nothing but that white woman. That's all I want. That's all I want that white dude. That's it. So this is what black men, real black men is up against. And as I said, for the sisters that does that, if that's not you, then I'm not talking to you. If you find this offensive, you want to leave this podcast or don't listen to it, or I'm toxic, masculine, and all that old dumb shit, then, excuse me, sis, you're free to go. I'm not going to hold you. I wish you farewell. I bid you adieu. Be safe out there. Because what you're chasing and what you're seeing and been being portrayed in the media, that good old Brad and Larry and them are your saviors, them really the ones that's whooping the shit out y'all ass, choking you out, beating you. And the same vice versa with some with the brothers who think that Karen and Becky and Heather, most of them must be, man, pressure come, they gonna crack. This is where we, again, folks, self-assessment has to be kicked in. We're gonna have to put certain things in order. And you gotta, and another thing. To all those sisters who are now successful, who got that chip on them, think about it. You Have you examined yourself? You brought most of these guys to you. You brought these, these low lives to you because you wanted to be, have a builder bear. You never sat there and dealt with the trauma from the first time you just replicated it. Told yourself a lie is going to get better and then when it went bad, see, can't trust the nigga. Can't trust, see, this nigga can't do nothing. Do... Five minutes late, nigga did something. Damn, <laughs> I was caught up in traffic. You did something. And vice versa with the brothers. That self-assessment is king. You know, it was a book talking about, and you know, you heard people talk about frequencies and stuff. And at first I thought it was some new age nonsense, but really it is true. People, different frequencies of energy, different vibes is serious. And what you have a negative vibe, and I mean, I mean a negative vibe, not mean you think negative, but whatever it is that person is that you was with, you're pulling that person to you. And you haven't checked that vibe yet. You haven't been serious about eradicating that vibe. And you always don't get, and they always come fresh, new, improved every time, but they always end the same. And it's time that sisters and brothers, you start examining yourself about people you're dealing with in our community. Because everybody's not meant for you. But don't blame everybody who comes in your life trying to do something. You try to dump that shit. Like I said, I met plenty of chicks that came into my life before I got married. You know, I was up there like Dr. Phil and shit, trying to figure out what the hell going on. But you know, I've been through bad relationships. I not once brought that shit to them I never did and you know why cause an old guy schooled me he said young blood let me tell you something when you're dealing with relationships owe it to the next person don't bring that junk to them jettison that shit you hear me start afresh don't bring that crump, that garbage to them the same vice versa but it's it's total opposite because when you see the woman she start crying you know, you be like, oh man, you know, I can't do nothing to her. You know, give a shoulder to hug on. But it don't ever get better. And this person go through all this garbage and then it ends bad on me 
because, hey, this person wanted to go back to the person who hurt them in the first place. That's stupid. That's asinine. I haven't really dealt with the thing about color struck, but I'm getting into that next. We got that all over. Too many folks that's color struck, talking this nonsense. Oh, girl, you know, such and such, he, he's, his, he, he lighted and such, a, he gonna have some good kids. Oh, that's so foolishness. Like I said, I, I've been, I've, I'm told, but I've been honest and told you folks that I, I got a sweet tooth for dark-skinned chicks. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you. If Viola Davis walked up in my house, I told my wife, I'm leaving you. I gotta go. I gotta have her. I love dark chocolate. I'm sorry. I, I gotta bounce. I know people may say that's just that's normal. I'm serious. But the funny thing about it, though, my wife know I love women and I do love my sisters, but it's like. You know, dark-skinned sisters just don't... And they have this color system thing put in them. You ain't light enough. I mean, this chick told me I was too dark. And I told you about that many times on this podcast. And it affected me. Because I'm looking at... You're darker than night. What the hell are you telling me? I'm brown. I'm a brown, I'm a, a medium brown. But then when she had the insult, that was the blow. And it hit me. And she's not the first... And not... Not just to me, it's plenty others who think that way. They may not say it, but they think that way because they think if I get this light brother, I've get this white man, or this, that, and the other, that I got a better chance. Man, people, we the movers and shakers on this thing here. When we gonna wake up and realize that, we still be running around here doing stupid stuff. It's pathetic. That's why from time to time you hear me, I give a shout out to all the strong black men, the real fathers out there. The real uncles out there. The real brothers who ain't have a family but want a family. Because it's hard being a real black man with all this stuff coming up against you. I told you, man, you walk down the street, the Canada Street, you put it there. I didn't even, man, that ain't my can. You did it. <laughs> Car crashed in front of me, bam. What happened? I saw this black man, he made me do it. What? So now we the instant devil. We done took on the devil. You know what I mean? saying? The devil made me do it. The black man made me do it. The black man made me unhappy. That's stupid, man. You need to stop all that. And, you, and for real, you sisters that's out there caping for these jumps, trying to, you know, sending this, non- this nonsense out to these white medias and these people letting you know that you want to be on cold with white supremacy and want to tear down your people. This stuff going to come back and haunt you, going to destroy you, man. It's going to eat you alive. And I hope it does correction no i pray that it does i pray that it gets you because you need to get got because you get on there and you do stuff on twitter and use your platform to tear down black men because they didn't come and circle the wagon around this heifer who sat here obviously sat here and told you to your face that she don't consider herself a black woman but y'all caping for it and you got these got the lbgq faggots black folks over here trannies and all and all these other low-life slowness black women coming to her aid oh they just beat her up no they're not she just didn't want to get with the program she thought she was the program but she got a rude awakening and she ain't gonna be the last she may be the first of it but she ain't gonna be the last of it because a lot of y'all gonna get y'all rude awakenings too keep on doing this nonsense Keep trying to throw real black men into the meat grinder to get ahead. Or, you know, to impress your white paymasters. Or what was that term? Your zaddy. As I hear that floating around. Keep doing that nonsense. 
see how quick you're gonna be at the bottom. And the same thing, you know, the same thing for the brothers. You keep trying to put Heather and Karen up there too. Stop this nonsense. Stop it, because it's a cancer. It's a cancer on the community. It's cancer on your mind. That's why when you, you know, I was, and I'm told you, I used to be for interracial marriage a long time ago for that kumbaya stuff. I thought that may work, and I'm not ashamed to admit to it, because I was for a minute until I started seeing the, the repercussions of brothers and sisters start losing themselves. And that's what I say when you will sit up here and marry or date a white person and lose your identity and won't say they must sit here and cuss you out, use all kind of profanity, you uh, just devalue you to a point or just just just, just and you won't even move. And I'm going to give you a story. And I said and I told this story once before and it happened. A neighbor across the street from my house was dating this, you know, white chick. Black guy. You know, I'm like, hey, bro, how you doing? Dude didn't say shit to me. Absolutely didn't speak a word. Looked at me like, whatever, nigga. Okay, no problem. I had to let that brother go. But his girl always was always checking me out. I'm married, but she didn't give a damn. Who gives? One night, this dude went out with his boys. And this chick was pregnant or whatever. He came home the next day. I was out in front of my house doing some yard work I heard nothing but straight screaming you talking about the n-word bomb and you ain't this and I own you and this dude was a big guy he was he was he built just strong just pure muscle this chick was nothing but probably about five two five three all up in his face you don't did all this with his boys there one was sitting in the car one was outside and they was in her mom's house because they were staying with their mom, right? So I'm looking at this stuff, man. And the door open, you can't, man, the window's open and shit. You can hear the shit, so it ain't, it ain't like I'm making this up. But as she's raising her voice, her vocals going up, his went down. All you heard was, yes, dear. I mean, this dude, his voice was not like that. It's like somebody cut his nuts off. And he, yes, yes, dear, you know, I understand. I'm like, what the hell is that? But you got the nerve to look at me, hard, mean mugging me. Like you're going to do something to me. But you didn't do nothing to her. And vice versa, when it is, like when you hear all them, I'm a strong black woman. Ain't nobody go put no hand on me. Why is it that somebody got to put their hand on He can't handle Why somebody got to handle That's an animal. I sat here and said this on this podcast one before. A woman who wants a man to handle, you want a trainer. I'm not here to train you. Your daddy should have trained you. Your mama should have trained you. And, and when you get to that, that point where you train, you want somebody to physically beat you or something. I'm not doing it. He can't handle all this strength. But it's funny when you get with Brad, Larry, or Biff, they don't have that problem. They go, they kick your ass. You don't say nothing. Get beat, cheat, you know, cheated on, choked out, knocked to the damn wall. You don't do nothing. Quiet is kept. But when we get with each other, Antonio can't keep his hands off Tamika. Because Tamika always got to get sarcastic, got to run off, not a damn off. And next thing you know, her head is in the wall. Or vice versa, got to call the cops on his ass. It's funny how we do that. 
But when we went them, we don't do none of that. And I mean, I've, I mean, I'm telling you, I wish I took pictures of that jump, but for real, that shit scared the hell out of me because I thought the dude was going to knock this white chick out. When I tell you, that ch- that dude did not budge. And it wasn't just because when people said, well, her dad was at now. Because again, when somebody in your face calling you a nigga and they say that they own you and everything that you got is mine's, that thing, that's something. That <laughs> you start like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Hold the hell up. But that dude sat there and didn't say anything. Not a word. He didn't say anything, I tell you. And that's the thing, that's right there. And not just that many other countless examples of when I seen brothers and sisters get around or get in these relationships, they lose themselves. It's like you won't take that shit off of no one else black, but you take it off of them. Must sit there, cheat with your best friend. Why'd she do that, man? I gave that girl my heart, man. I don't know what she did. I did. That have been Tamika. I'm gonna kill that bitch, and you damn near try to kill her ass. If not close to it. You see the difference. And again, for all you fools who think that Mr. Q advocate violence against women, no, I don't. I don't play that. I don't advocate it. But if you run up on a man, you're gonna get put down. That I do. You run up on a real man and put your hand, you're gonna be, you're gonna, you're gonna get put down. You know better. That's a no no. And if the same vice versa, personal space, like I tell my daughter, personal space, support, <laughs> support and, and respect people's personal space. A man, same thing, respect the females, and she says she wanna be left alone, she wanna go, go, let her go, let her calm down. All that grabbing and hook, that, that that's not gonna work. Let the let the situation diffuse. But y'all come back. If not, calm, keep it moving. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. But all that, mm-mm. Nah. But you can't sit there and tell me that. And anybody that's in here and have a disagreement with that, you know that you're a liar. You know it. You've seen it too many times. I've seen it too many times. So again, you know. I give a shout out to all those sisters that do stand by their black men who have self-control, who has respect for themselves and their family, the community, who has that principle of family and black first. I salute you, sisters. I salute you. It's not a many, it's not many of you. And when you do meet or hear one of them, it's a you all a, is a breath of fresh air. Now, like I said, I may not agree with everything that you say, but the most of the time, you are right on time and you be right there and you deserve it. And we deserve more of you in our community. Just like we deserve more brothers like myself and those who listen, like, yo, it's, it's a beautiful thing when we come together. It's a beautiful thing when it just connect, like, boom, boom. It's, it's almost like explosions. But all that garbage, all that buffoonery and that shenanigans that we give too much time and energy and de facto power over us, that shit is tiring. And these people that we have made household names are giving our time and energy to, to sit up here and say that, yo, the black man did. I'm telling you, again, a car crash into the telephone pole. I'm walking down, who made you do it? The black man did it. So you're gonna blame me for your stupidity. Yup. 
better than you and me. And that's the mindset that most of these coonets and coons and all the rest of these folk be doing. Blame black men. Blame this, blame that. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. It's, it's tired. <laughs> Under constant attack, brothers and sisters. Just tired, man. But anyway, that's all I wanted to say, people. That's my time on that subject today. Again, salutes to you sisters out here. Come on back for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Always be safe, be vigilant. I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.